Welcome to Miss Your Sires and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, and we are talking about Shadowhunters in an episode that just can't get any... Those wheels are spinning. It can't get any grip. It's spinning mud everywhere. I was going to say, if last episode was Alec has a really bad day, this episode is Aaron and Kevin have a really bad day because they had to watch this. Man, I... I don't know if it's because I was taking notes, but I couldn't follow any conversations. Like, even though the same conversation happened, like... Every scene was the same (laughs) conversation over and over. Luke being like, I have to tell you! And everyone else being like, no! (laughs) You have no energy to tell us, I guess? I I have to imagine that in the development of the show, they're like, oh, we should do an episode... Like, when, when Luke needs to be healed, we should do an episode on that. And... They didn't actually have enough to fill it because they couldn't actually move the plot forward without Luke. I mean, what they could have done that could have been interesting is done most of the episode in the flashback. They could have done that. I mean, honestly, they should have just had Luke get better. On Here's the thing. They honestly shouldn't have done the alpha poison. Is that a thing from the book? Not... I mean, in the books, I think Luke has been the alpha of, like, three different packs, so it can't be that bad if he keeps becoming an alpha. Yeah, like, it. it's the... <laughs> I think they just shouldn't have done the alpha poison. He should have been hurt so that he couldn't talk to her at the end of last episode, and then this episode should have, uh, honestly, I mean, we haven't seen what comes next. I have to imagine they probably could have just not done this episode. <laughs> and, like, even if he's hurt, you can still take him to Magnus, because who knows how to heal things quickly? A warlock. Yeah, yeah. I, I just meant, like, the, we, you didn't need an entire episode of... Of him being like, oh, He's far full. Oh, oh, no, no. I have to tell you. He ha- it begins with having, like, a weird... Seizure? Vi- a vision. He has it's what like I- a seizure vision. Yeah, and I thought, it was, I thought it was a flashback at first, but no. It legitimately happens, I think. Maybe because of the weird potion that... Which I guess he's known about. Well, because she gives him new information. Well, and the thing is, he's like, yeah, your mom was pre- – at one point, he says, Clary, he's like, your mom was prepared. She had the potion. And I'm like, did she? Because it seems like Dot came up with that potion out of nowhere. <laughs> well, I mean, it, we do see that Dot hands the potion to her and says, remember, like, only in case of emergencies. I thought so- she only said only in case of emergencies, so I thought it was Dot's plan. <laughs> but I guess Jocelyn is a good shadow hunter. Yeah, I have to imagine that this was all – this was their escape button – I still think it was weird. I still press her escape button was not death. <laughs> but she loves her daughter so much, Kevin. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh so <laughs> spoiler free review for the episode. Um We don't know. Nothing happens. Nothing ha- like we end in a different place, but it didn't have to take forty five minutes. No, the only people whose storylines really progress is Izzy and Alex. Kind of. All right. Look, let's let's just let's just do this. Uh, we'll fill it all with goofs, or else it's going to be a short episode. Uh, but this is Shadowhunters, season one, episode six of Men and Angels. Of Men and Angels. So we pick up right where we left off. Uh, Luke. And Simon and Clary stumble into Magnus's apartment. <laughs> Jace will not appear until later <laughs> because he's parking the car. Which is a choice. Why didn't Simon park the car? The person who was already driving. And 
Yeah. <laughs> Simon got out, helped get Luke out with Clary, and then I, man, that conversation must have been an absolute torture to see. I'm going to go with Clary. Well, I'm going to go with Clary. I should go because I'm a mundane and that makes me intrinsically more trustworthy. <laughs> Magnus will like it better if I carry him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure Magnus will like that. Meanwhile, Clary is just like dragging Luke with <laughs> one wa- arm. <laughs> if I want <laughs> just dragging him by a leg, just come on, come on. Guys, I can't wait for this. <laughs> no, what? no, Jace, what you do is drive Michael. He like wraps it around a pole or something. And this makes no sense because Jace is both stronger and knows Magnus. Yeah, no, he Simon sh- has <laughs> never Simon has never met Magnus. He has he has never met Magnus. Like I guess the only thing you can say is that he knows Luke. But come on, Simon. L- Luke is in no state to fight off Jace helping him. Anyway, uh so as they go up, Luke begins to have like a seizure hallucination from the poison but actually he's communicating with jocelyn in the dream world yeah he's right through me jocelyn and i'm like oh is this a flashback or are we seeing him in the past because they both have the circle tattoos yes and we will see this well, set roots. numerous times oh yeah they got a mansion with a garden and they will use it <laughs> anyway so he's running through um and but i think it's real i think he actually is getting a message from uh, Jocelyn, because at the end she kind of like wavers out, like almost like a portal. And she explains, she explains to Luke that he has to tell Clary everything that happened because yeah. she is the key to getting the Mortal Cup <laughs> back. So it turns out all of the super villains this season have been right. <laughs> well, unfortunately, she apparently can't get it back without knowing everything, and no individual thing. Here's the thing: her knowing everything doesn't give her new information to move off of. It just will unlock... Lead to a coincidence. Yeah, like, unlock an ability in her. There's no way Jocelyn could know that would happen. Also, the ability is something we have already seen. Already seen. Uh, so she's like, you need you need to help her, Luke. You need to tell her all the truth. So thank God I don't have to have that awkward conversation. Really, this is just Jocelyn dodging her parental duties. Well, and then Luke, he's going to make Magnus do it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Luke tries really, really hard in everything he he's conscious in to be like, Clary, I need to tell you something really important. And Clary's like, no, <laughs> your energy levels. So we sort of explain actually what's happening in this, like the the weird, the, the seizure thing, like, the poison is killing him. But apparently it also forces random werewolf transformations, which they're trying to keep him from turning into a, a werewolf. Here, which they don't, they don't focus on a month. I feel like that would be very tense if it's like not not just that he'll die, but he might turn into a werewolf and kill all of them. Yeah, but Magnus gives him that medication, so he makes him bite on some bark. Then it's no longer a problem. <laughs> then it's no longer the a problem. bark did its job, and then they never mention that again because the bark did it. Bark did it. So, um, back at Yield Institute, mm-hmm. Izzy's like, "So, mom, things happened tonight," and her mom's like, "Where's Clary? Where's Jace?" They've just run off into the night. And the big thing that they'll be going over is that the Seelys are considering switching sides. Which is what Izzy is trying to tell her mom as her mom is like, ah, ridiculous. And Izzy's like, no, this is really important, mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, okay. 
I mean, it is really, to be fair, it is really important. I, I think it's less important of them switching sides and more important of them not being on there, not helping them. Well, and I think the other thing is, let's be real, vampires, warlocks, and werelo- werewolves are not on the clave side. Yeah. So Valentine having even one of the downworld factions makes him intrinsically more powerful than the clave. Yeah. Before- Though I recognize the clave. <laughs> Is unaware of that because they're racist. Yeah, and uh, but and but, but I mean, he, yeah, they'll help him before he kills all of them because that is his stated goal. But the Sealies, they think they can <laughs> trick him. Yeah, this is a bunch of people be like, no, I think you, you know what? I think we can get Hitler on our side. I'm pretty sure we can work with him. Uh, so she's not listening to her. This is gonna be. Oh my god, we're gonna hear this a whole lot. But. So then we're going to go back to Magnus's apartment where Simon is busy eating the blood on his hands. Just like, just licking it like a, like a dog licking water out of I mean, it's not actually a bowl, but he's doing like the tongue flick thing. And uh, Claire, we'll, catch up, we'll catch up with that later. No one ever will confront Simon about any of his nonsense. Someone comes really, really close and then decides, but does not care about Simon enough to do it. <laughs> he might not care about Simon, but it's Jace. He should care about... Safety? The shadow world and monsters. <laughs> anyway, so... Anyway, Clary is busy being like, ah, this is all my fault. <laughs> Why didn't I trust him? Like, yeah, I agree. Why didn't you trust him? Yeah, Clary. So at least she's figuring it out. Um, Jace does come in and they kind of learn... That what he this- crashed Simon's car. Yeah. And then Magnus is like, cool, I can definitely make an antidote for this, but I'm missing three key ingredients, which are magical. And Simon's like, yep, that's a job for Simon. Uh, yeah, I'll go get them. One of them is like, like Idris. Like, like it, it's named after the play, the Shadow Hunters. Yeah, there's no way Simon can get those things. Yeah. But we know Simon. Clary, let's leave this party. It's like Simon still doesn't believe magic is going on. <laughs> Like, like I, he clearly makes the joke. Like it's clearly a joke of the, I'll go to the pharmacy. Like, But realistically, Simon, what are you going to do? Like, other than make a joke of head down to the pharmacy, just going to walk into alleys and be like, hey, where can I find magic ingredients? Oh, I'm going to tell you 100% what Simon's plan is. Oh, God. He was he's going to go to the hotel. He's going to go to ask Callista to help. And then Raphael's going to yell at him. <sighs> Stop coming here. <laughs> I told you to go away. Uh, no, Jace is going to go with Simon, so there's a fun, odd couple. And I think it's because Magnus is annoyed by Simon. Yeah. Uh, he does says he also needs Alec there <laughs> because he needs virgin shadow hunter energy. And it's such a lie. It's such a lie. He just wants that date. <laughs> and I and you know what? Bless Magnus because Magnus is an immortal. People live and die and they have So he's like, I'll help you, of course. But also... Maybe you can bring your friend over. Could this cute boy come? Hey, I help mm. save- <laughs> I'm going to help save your friend, but I'm going to give myself a little bit of side action as well. Bring your hot friend. I need him for magic reasons. Now, we now there is going to be some like ambient tension between Jace and Alec because if you remembered last episode, Jace was super angry at Alec. And Jace I'm going <laughs> to say Jace is embarrassed this episode. I, I, I love it as well. Like Jace Jace has come down from his initial anchor. I was like, ooh, boy. Oh, shoot. I <sighs> did bad. I was a real jerk to Alec earlier tonight. Can't admit that, though. So uh going to double down on my energy. Maybe I don't call Alec. Anyway, on the other, ha- on the other hand, Izzy is also telling Alec to call Jace. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so um, they are going to have a phone call. But first, the rest of the Lightwood family is going to show up. Yes, Max and a dad <laughs> whose name will not be mentioned. So Daddy Lightwood. And it appears in this first Daddy Lightwood scene that the kids might like him more than Mother Lightwood. I mean, I, I think it's helpful that he he brings around the shield of a small child with him. And can I just say, Max, I find, obnoxious. Oh, he's incredibly obnoxious. So the first thing we learn about Max is that he set a place on fire. And he pretends it's because he can't tell the difference between the nourishment I wanted, bowl. I wanted food, so I lit a place on fire. I'm like, that's a little sociopath. Yeah, he pretends he can't tell the difference between a nourishment rune and a lighting, like a fire rune. Yeah, heat rune, I believe is what they call it. And I, they I, all say they look very different. I do want to um, clarify, or clarify... Yeah, sure, clarify. Um, I The more I learn about this magic system, the more cool it is. I like the runes having very specific pur- purposes. Mm-hmm. I like that we learned that Izzy's, the reason that Izzy's probably really bad at cooking is because they have a rune that just makes them less hungry. They don't need food. I guess maybe it makes food? I think it makes food. But that might explain why like, peop- like, like nobody else makes food. And Izzy cooks food. That's why they used to hire mundanes to do it when they had servants. Yeah. But, but they, Izzy seems determined to... Uh... Yeah, but they can apparently just use a rune to make food. They they, they said heat, extinguish. I like the fact that these runes are very, speci- uh, very specific. So um, once Max, little troublemaker, runs off to mm. go learn what the extingu- extinguish rune is... Yes. Daddy Lightwood does do a little bit of a lecture at Alex... Yeah. Alec, mostly about, so, I hear Clary and Jace have run into the night, huh? And Alec's like, Dad, you don't understand. They're unstoppable. It's literally... There's... I, I, I literally answered a phone call, and she was gone. I mean, now, once again, part of this is the fault that they didn't tell anybody other than their kids, yo, keep those people in here. There are definitely adults who work at this institute, right? <laughs> yeah. Where, where's Hodge? Clary didn't didn't sneak out. She left Alex's eyesight. There's 20 other people, can't get into this, but he wants them back. Um. So Jace and Alec will subsequently have a phone call. It's, Be- oh, they do not show us who calls who, and that kind of bugs me. <laughs> I think it's, Alec, it's Alec I think, right? I think because Alec his dad says. just like shamed him into calling Jace. Yeah. So he calls him. Uh, they talk back and forth. Alex like, you got to come here. And Jace like, no, you got to come here. You need to save Luke because and, I care about him. And then I realized how it could be super annoying to be Jace's friend because he really does golden boy at Alec. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I thought you were powerful and honorable. You are the only person I could trust to do this. Don't you believe in our cause? And I'm like, Chase. <laughs> we're par- we're parabatized. Like, yeah, I'm starting to regret that now. <laughs> you maybe could be a sociopath, like, uprising leader. Look at what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, later when he's talking to Simon and, and he's like, people like me because I'm, I'm pretty and charming. It's like, don't say that, though. Yeah, come on, J- Like, I love, I love Jace. Uh, I joke about favorite characters. Mm. Jace might actually be my favorite character. But uh, occasionally he throws out, like, narcissistic, narcissistic sociopath. Yeah. yeah. And this phone conversation with his best friend, I was like, oh, God. So, is he gonna come? Is he not? Is it gonna oh. work on Alec? I mean, he's been dealing with Jace for, like, ten years, mm. so... Uh, we we can check quickly with Luke. Magnus is brewing um a 
a, some, a base for the potion. And Clary is supposed to stir it, but instead <laughs> just kind of wanders about worrying. Yeah. So first, Luke's first attempt, or no, second attempt, or however many attempts <laughs> to be like, no, I need to tell Clary. And Meg's like, no, you're you're dying. You're like, fine. You tell Clary everything. And Magnus is like, ah, shoot. Ah, Damn it. Oh, no. And then we see, like, I think the first big use of his magic. He snapped his fingers, turning all the lights green, and then blue mist goes out of his hands. <laughs> the blue mist is fine. The fact that he changes the lighting scheme in the room, I think, is just for effect. I mean, this is Magnus. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> like Optics. Every, like, everything gets a, gets a green <laughs> shade <laughs> over it. Anyway... Actually, you know what I do want to mention about about Magnus right here? He is very much aware of the love triangle. Oh, and he He, loves it. He constantly refers to them as her suitors, and Clary never responds. He says, like, oh, your boy toys, your lovers, your suitors, your people who are chasing after you. She is not outraged. She does not excuse it. She's just like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. I don't know what those words mean. Moving forth. (laughs) Moving on. So, sorry, can we, before we move on to the next scene. Of course. Like I said, I love Jace. Yeah. He might be my favorite character. This episode makes me think Clary is like, you know, when you have a shed and you have all of your tools in it mm-hmm. and you have like a pair of like bolt cutters, yeah. but they were like your dad's bolt cutters in the 80s and no one's really taking care of them. So you just kind of like leave them in your shed. And like one time you tried to open them, but it seemed hard. <laughs> but you're not going to throw them out. <laughs> That's Clary. <laughs> Man, yeah, it takes her a lot to get to reach any any conclusion. <laughs> uh, uh, she's had a long night. I mean, I how, guess she how... wasn't even ki- she wasn't even kidnapped. Come on, but like, when is the last time she slept? Because every time she sleeps, she touches that necklace, and then she just sees her mom and her dad. I mean, the last yeah, I mean that is true. I don't know when she touched the necklace. If that was the morning or the night, but it's been pretty much nonstop since then. And so. We're going to have a cute short banter scene. Is yeah. it cute? Nah. Bantery. It's, it's just Jason and Simon taunting each other about Alec and Clary. I am so tired of people telling Jace he doesn't care about people. It is like <laughs> super, super obvious at this point that Shadowhunters care deeply about each other. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, it's mostly Clary and Simon being like, you don't care about anyone. And Simon's always saying it because Clary says it, but he constantly, even in this scene, he's like, you don't care about anyone. Alec is a dummy. He's like, don't talk about Alec. He's like, he clearly cares about Alec. He just got upset at you for doing that. I did like that he was like, I care about people. I just don't care about you, Simon. I, I Also, he calls... He, so Simon says Alec is his lapdog. And then he says... That, and then Jay says that Simon is Clary's lapdog. Accurate. And now to, well, no, to be fair, a lapdog does what, like, the person says. That's <laughs> he, true. He, he thinks he's in charge. Simon... So he's in charge. then is Clary Simon's lapdog? He thinks she is, I think. They're not. They're not friends. I'm sorry, Simon <laughs> and Clary. Y'all not friends. Uh, and then, and then somehow Simon has a knife. Okay, Simon has a vampire attack where he gets very, very fast and very, very strong and pulls a knife on Jace. Like, and like a big knife, like a big recurved knife. And I'm, first I was... When I first saw this, I'm like, oh, he grabbed a seraph blade. No, that can't be possible. He can't use a seraph blade. Also, it would glow. Why does he just have a giant knife? And then it disappears. 
it vanishes. I don't know where this knife came from. Maybe it's another vampire power. They can encanto <laughs> and they can also summon, summon weapons from that Egypt room. <laughs> Specifically that Egypt room. Yeah. That's why they're construction. They just move the room around. So that people can just summon weapons. So and then, Jace is suspicious. Because a mundane just pushed him up against the wall and held a knife to his throat. And Simon's like, I don't know. I was just kidnapped. Being kidnapped is hard, Jace. Yeah, because Jace asks... What happened to you at the hotel? Simon says, I don't know, nothing. And he go, and Jace goes, okay. Now. <laughs> we'll not follow up on this. Almost falls up on it, I think, one later, more time. But then gets distracted. <sighs> He's a bad shadow hunter. So back at Yield Institute. Things are going bad, potentially. Because Alec goes to talk to his mom. Who's standing in front of a closed window crying. And he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, that's not a good thing. <laughs> Mother, why the tears? And then Did they... something happen in Idris? And the answer is yes. <laughs> but instead, they're going to talk through a metaphor. Well, they're going to talk about a story that is terrible. So apparently... uh. When Alec was young, when he was a 10-year-old, training to be a shadow hunter, they had to do kendo training. Because, you know, swords. Uh, and there was this one boy, Preston. Who, who was always beating him up during kendo training. Yeah. So, Alec was bad. <laughs> well, as the mom said, you have perfect form. Was like, Clearly, he was losing. <laughs> so, um, Alec broke Preston's nose. Well, because as he learned from his mom... Sometimes you have to break the rules. Your form was too perfect. I think the implication is that Preston was cheating and Alec was like, but we we hit, you know, hit one, parry one, and then hit two, parry two. And Preston was like, I'm going to hit hit eight, parry eight, sucker. Well, I mean, I think he was just a 10-year-old with a stick. I also <laughs> kind of think that Preston is not a shadow hunter. I, I think for some reason Alec was in like... Human training, which is not a thing. Well, no, the only reason I would say that he has to be is because we learned that Alec was punished for insubordination, which you are training to be a a fighter. He's not insubordinate. Like, yeah, he broke the kid's nose, which is... I Maybe guess bad, bad, but I think sometimes I, happens during combat yeah, training. Yeah, you're doing full contact combat training. It's, don't, like, yeah, maybe some, but he was punished for insubordination. It's almost like, and I was so, I was so proud when you broke his nose. I was even prouder when you just, you took the, the, the insubordination punishment. Like, like a man. Like, wait, how is it insubordinate? Was Preston his superior? <laughs> what? What's, what's the insubordination there, there? There's a lot of story we're missing here. <laughs> Anyway, so as Alec explains, I guess his his family uh, quote now, even though we learned it was what laws the are the law to, is hard, but it's the law. Yeah, is break noses and accept punishments. Like your punishment was dumb. <laughs> and then he says to his mom, "Don't worry, whatever the clave is doing to you, we can be flexible and work around it because sometimes we break rules." <laughs> So I, so I was like, okay, so it's him it's him learning in this moment that sometimes you can't just only follow the rules. So it sounds like he's like, okay, so he's going to go help Jace. And it also seems like then maybe Mother Lightwood should be supportive <laughs> yeah. of what they've done. It, it seems like, like my thought here, though, if he wants to be, if he wants to be 
a diplomat, which he says later is what he apparently wants to be. Although I thought what he wanted was to run the New York Institute. Yeah, I thought he wanted to be a like the hunter, like a hunter out on the streets, not and like or like be in charge of the institute. Not a diplomat, but anyway, if he wants to be that, then this is actually a great opportunity. If you save the alpha of the New York werewolves, you get the werewolves on your side. Which is pretty useful when we know that Valentine has the Seelies, those dumb, dumb fairies. <laughs> dumb, dumb fairies. Anyway, so cool. Uh, we but we're not going to dwell on that. No. We're going to head off and uh, listen to a story of the past. So Magnus decides that if he's going to tell Clary a story, he has to magic her a sketchbook because he liked it when she drew when she was a child. Oh, my God. There is way too much lead up to her telling the story. He's like, are you sure you want to hear the past? I'm sure I want to hear the past. Are you sure? I don't know. I'm scared. Are you sure? I am sure now. Just say it, Magnus. Magnus does not want to do this. He's looking for any excuse to get out of it. Um, also, she does not hook on to, I used to watch you draw as a child. And she's just like, yeah, everyone did. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a he's a warlock, Claire. Okay, whatever. You're going, you know you're going to hear the past. Let's just go move on with it. Um, we do have a whole thing where she's like, it's so hard to draw these days. I feel like when I killed that mem- memory demon, I lost my memory and myself it's, and my art. It's been three days and you've been busy. And Magnus is like, also, she drew Valentine during that time. Yeah, yeah she drew Valentine <laughs> just the other day. What does she mean? I couldn't draw these past... Three hours? When I've been running around carrying <laughs> bloody people? Weird. Uh, so Magnus explains the history, um, and it begins with young Valentine and young Clary, and they look very young. And they look very different than their adult counterparts. Yeah, they didn't do great with any, any of them not Luke they essentially just got a tall black guy but they don't look the same he does not look like Isaiah Mustafa at all no. Jocelyn has Jocelyn's actually not bad young Jocelyn she's not great her her, her her face is a different shape yeah that's that's the main thing I kept on going after anyway we cut we we see the scene and Valentine is Aaron, I don't know what's happening in this scene. He's just giving a speech about how cool shadow hunters are so, to shadow hunters. Magnus explains that when he met Valentine, he was terrible. But two years before that, <laughs> oh no, I guess Magnus met Valentine when he didn't suck. Anyway, no, no, no. no. I, well, so what he says is that um, Valentine rose the Morganstern name. To be synonymous with virtue. And then we see this whole scene where he's talking about how cool Shadowhunters are. And he's are. so into the Shadowhunter oath and they're going to save the world. But then eventually... Two years later... It got corrupted. Yeah. And he was like... His name became synonymous with... Well, was, uh, two years later, when my people met him, his name became synonymous with devastation. And so Valentine got super into breaking the accords, which Jocelyn was very concerned about. But she was like, you know what? Sometimes <laughs> when it's a battle, it's unclear who attacked first. Oh, <laughs> like it says... <laughs> what Magnus says, the exact words he says, then two years later, she noticed the first signs. And it's Valentine walking into this garden they're always in, covered in warlock blood. And Justin's like, huh, <laughs> this might not be cool. So his big thing is like, you know, uh, they're half demon. He gets really into like purity of blood. The point of the shadow hunters is to fight demons, and even half demons are demons. This is all he, shades of Hitler. Valentine has a line here, which is he says, "Magic binds them to the accords." 
But yet he can just break the accords. Magic doesn't bind him to the accords. But who does it bind to the accords? Okay, no one. It does. <laughs> the accords are an agreement. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. Like, like he he says this magic that binds us. Did someone just lie to Valentine? <laughs> Look, here's the thing: when you're a psychopath, you're a psychopath. <sighs> yeah. Right. Uh, so we're gonna have to take a quick break from that. For Izzy to overhear her parents badmouthing her. I th- he, okay. At, at first, I was like, "Why are you doing this? Walking past your daughter's room?" I think they. I think it's the, a trick. No, I think the dad was walking to her room, and, the and mom, just mom like caught in. her, and he didn't stop walking because he he's actually going to see her. He brought her a present. Yes, he brought her a present, which is a cookbook. Yeah, <laughs> which she actually really likes because yeah. Izzy loves to try to cook, <laughs> and he was attempted a distraction <laughs> because she's like, "Oh, cool, a cookbook." Anyway. What were you talking about outside? They said something like, oh, we need, she's too soft. We need Alec to do it. What? And so um, it does seem that the mom and the dad might be at cross purposes. Yeah. So the dad's main concern Concern. here is that if the Seelies change sides, they have no hope. Because I guess the Seelies are very important. Are they very, I don't know if they're worried that the Seelies are very important to their cause or if the Seelies change sides they know too much about like Idris and that but he's a shadow hunter he already knows all of that I'm just hoping it's that the dad has like the awareness of like oh we have no one on our side and Valentine has Seelies because the dad does seem to be aware that like their connections with the downworld are tenuous yeah and then he he changes this around god he keeps shifting whatever his talk is this is what I mean it's hard to follow conversation this then he's like um and the clave has lost faith in the Lightwoods. And you know the the Seelies in a good way. I like it. And, but we need to make the clave believe in us Lightwoods. So we, we can also te- need to make the clave believe in the Seelies. So we need the clave to believe in the Lightwoods so we can tell the clave they need to believe in the Seelies. And this is going to take a tremendous sacrifice. Look, I just want to say something. <laughs> I know something about the Lightwoods, and you know it about the Lightwoods, and soon the viewers will know it about the Lightwoods. Mother and father Lightwood did something way worse to make the Clave not believe in Lightwoods than their kids did, and it's really unfair that they're coming down on the kids so hard. Yeah, it's... All the kids did was not be able to stop Clary from leaving the Institute, which also no other adults did. Well, yeah, I don't know why he's like, the Clave has lost... Yeah, because he seems to be tying, like, oh, the Seelies betrayed us because of uh, because of the Lightwoods. No, the Clave sent the Seelies in and they died. Yeah, the Seelies betrayed them because of the Clave. The Lightwoods were trying <laughs> now, to help. Now, admittedly, I do want to say this. The Seelies turning on the Clave because he killed two of their scouts? Like, what are your scouts for if not to go into dangerous situations this would be like us sending this would be like britain sending spies into germany and them being killed and them being like sorry we can't be on the allies anymore gonna have to join the axis i mean do we think i mean we don't because the show has shown us what, what they have i i think that valentine needs to be amassing like a lot more power yeah it it, it has there has to be enough of a reason for the sealies to actually be like Oh, he's a better choice, not that, oh, you you made us lose two people, so we're going to join the guy who killed those two people? Unless 
can Sealy sense Sealy blood anywhere? Like, do they know that Valentine has put the Sealy blood into do they like, those Russians? Do they like that? No, are they afraid <laughs> of that? So they're like, hey, if we work with him, he won't put Sealy blood into Russians. He'll put werewolf blood into Russians. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, you know what? We don't know any Sealies. All we know is Meliorn, <laughs> and he's useless. He just wants to sex. All right. Um. So... Clary, going back to there, Clary is shocked her dads did it. The thing that bothers me is they will constantly be saying, like, off of this, oh, he's insane. He's a madman. No, he's not. That's why he's dangerous, because he's not crazy. It's a lot more... The thing is... Here's the thing. He... His logic has a lot of logic behind it, in a way. He sees, okay, we kill demons. They're half demon. Like... That's his logic there. And while he is wrong, as we know, treating the fact that he even thinks about that is madness is the entire reason the circle was able to get as big as it was. And there's and even Clary is like, Clary, you don't even know what demons were four days ago. And she can tell me like, I've met so many downworlders and they were nice. They sacrificed themselves for me with like no re- for no reason whatsoever. And but it's like what are the werewolves? <laughs> um, Clary, the downwarders who sacrifice themselves for you know you. Magnus and Dot know you. Yeah. Whereas Brad it's, was super going to eat you. Yeah, like it's – I'm not <laughs> saying that Valentine is right, but that's what makes him an engaging villain is that there is – you can see his logic behind it. And that's also why, like, you can't just say downworlders are good, Valentine is bad, yeah. or downworlders, downworlders are bad, oh, Shadowhunters are good, because they're but, all just people and some are bad and some are good. But they keep doing the everyone being like, he's insane, he's a madman, he's psychotic, he's cuckoo. And it's not just it's the not. children, it's the adults who are saying this, yeah. and that's what makes him so dangerous. Yeah, he's not insane, Anyway, the clave, uh, as Magnus explains, which is true, they couldn't see this uprising coming because they had entire belief that... In the law. And the Shadowhunters will follow the law. It's almost like they did believe there was magic in the Accords. Aaron, perhaps there was magic in that straw... That's not a straw hat. Perhaps there was magic in that straw hat when they made made Southern Frosty. Meanwhile... It was a top hat, right? Yes. I don't think it was a straw hat. Silk top hat. Silk top hat. I don't know why I said straw hat. That just made me think of pirates. He had a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. He had nothing with a straw. I know. I, Aaron, I don't know why. Anyway. So, meanwhile, back in the old flashback, yeah. Valentine, it appears single-handedly, killed everyone at the Accords. I don't know how this happened. Downworlder or Shadowhunter alike. Here's the it p- seems single-handedly. Well, and it, well, it also seems confusing because he's walking into the room where there's already dead people. So, what? So, and then he melts the mortal cup using well the ice. The mortal cup is in. I, does he have the mortal sword? <laughs> he, he has a sword, and not it- a serif blade. A sword. And it could be the mortal sword. And it's sword. got runes on it and stuff like that. And it seems... So Valentine, I guess, wanted to make more shadow hunters, but the clave said, no, 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 that's not how the mortal cup is supposed to be used, which I would say is a TV thing only. Yeah, we... Yeah, we're... It's not explained to us why the... Sh- like, here, I know why Valentine wants shadow hunters. He wants to make shadow hunters... That who, follow him. That he can indoctrinate into his way of thinking. But I don't know why the clave is like, no... 
we can't make more shadow hunters. That's the rules? And I know that's untrue because I am going to do a spoiler <laughs> for the books but not the TV show. Once this series of books ends, yeah. Simon will become a shadow hunter. Well, and also I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't. I mean, it's it's very dangerous and not all mortals who ascend to becoming sh- to shadow hunters can actually like take it. Well, and I understand like the idea of it like you Which makes sense. You just go around giving it to every everybody, but be like, no. The, I think they say later that the angel Rizel told them no more shadow hunters, which seems like an insane thing for him to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, oh. The way they also mentioned here that he because the, they knew they would bring the cup out for the signing of the accords. So I'm like, wait, are they just re-upping the accords or well, these the accords? Well, and like because how because he couldn't break the accords then before there were accords. Well, and like, are they renewing the records like you like you do when you do your uh, driver's registration? You have to go to the DMV, and you just like stand in line. You're like, oh, I gotta re up this uh, allegiance between us and the downworlders, and they're like, that'll be fifty dollars. Kevin, let me tell you, you're really spoiling my fun fact for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. In in the name of fun, I'll stop. I'll stop <laughs> telling jokes in the name of fun. But in the name of logic. <laughs> How did we get to this moment? I don't know. Because then, in the flash... Well, out of the flashback, Clary's like, but how could my mother oh, and Luke be a part of this? Oh, God. She freaks out so fast. Like, she's going, I can't trust my mom or Luke. I can't trust anyone. And Meg's like, no, settle down. You let, Look, let me tell the story and then react. I already told you that his name was syn- synonymous with virtue. <laughs> they trusted him. But then he became bad, so I guess these two people were the only people who rebelled against him. And I don't think Clary gets that. She's still like, how could they? What? So in the flashback, Valentine just, like, essentially walks out of this building, like, whistling and swinging his sword and carrying his cup. And then shows the cup, like, Luke's there. He shows the cup to Luke, just like... Hey, check it out. Which so, knowing what we know later <laughs> in the episode, why is he doing that? Well, here's the, I think the idea that they might have been trying to go for, they I think they were trying to do a mini Rashomon type thing here where this is what Magnus says, but Luke tells the truth later. But here's the thing, they're identical other than we get dialogue in Luke's. Yeah. They showed this scene twice. It's the, ex- the same. <laughs> the same, but now people actually say things, and the things they say don't add new information. <laughs> like, I got it. Jocelyn saved Luke from Valentine. Valentine. I don't need the clarification that she did it because she, like, loves him. I have a question. Yeah? So they throw a single knife into Valentine's back and then steal the cup from him and run into Oh, the yeah, night. Jocelyn just runs away. And, like, is that, is that the end? Is that yeah. it? Is, is that how Valentine died? Like, this is... Is, is this why I'll... Because I'm sorry, if everyone else in the court signing is dead, Valentine... Jocelyn throws a single knife into Valentine and then disappears forever with the mortal cup. Yeah. Why do people assume the uprising is over? Yeah. Well, okay. Someone has to have killed him, right? What, what confuses me is that Luke... So later, Luke, when Luke tells the story again, he says he thought, like, he thought Jocelyn died. And then obviously he met her again, like, very soon afterwards. So clearly he learned she didn't. But then he says, then he says, 
he killed like uh valentine killed thousands i mean is that after this moment or before this moment because this moment is supposed to be seen as the this is where like oh we all learned oh he's actually this is the uprising did he kill thousands of people at idris in that building it's just valentine being like stop stop yeah how many people did he kill in that building or is this the idea that afterwards he kept doing just without the cup still trying to find jocelyn and killed thousands after or when Luke says people, does he mean Valentine killed thousands of downworlders? I don't know. It's it's very confusing. Um, um, and then Clary doesn't understand why her mom ran into the night. And she's like, <laughs> well, why did my mom stop being a shadow hunter? I don't know, dude. Because she was disillusioned in the entire shadow hunter world because they let the uprising happen. Well, Come on, Clary. Because she went in hiding because she knew she needed to keep the mortal cup away from magic Hitler. And even if he was dead, he had followers, like Hodge, who thinks he was his best friend. <laughs> best friends. I know it was a pair, I know it was a pair of Bataille. Luke says he's his pair of Bataille in this. Like, I know he was his pair of Bataille. I know Luke was his pair of Bataille, <laughs> but I was his best friend. Uh, so Meanwhile. Lu- yeah, Luke kind of has a mini seizure. He's saying it's our fault. It's our fault. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, get a quick scene between Izzy and Alec. That's... Izzy reveals... Where, where did she get this information from? Well, this is what happened is this, is this in the, the previous scene, but after we cut away. It'll c- take a tremendous sacrifice. Your brother's gonna need to get married. And you'll be a diplomat. <laughs> yeah, so I don't get how either of those are tremendous sacrifices in their eyes. Well, it's... Spe- okay, so Izzy knows that Alec is gay. Yeah. And is going to have to marry a woman. Yeah. The parents don't know that. No, they don't. So why are they being like, it'd take a tremendous sacrifice, and a diplomatic marriage, and you have to go talk to some old people in Idris? And from what we can tell in the shadow world, <laughs> the shadow hunter world, arranged marriages are pretty normal. Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine, especially with the Lightwoods and their whole, like, oh, thing. So um, Alec is like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. I want to be a diplomat. You yeah. should get married. Yeah, Alec takes this completely out. I don't think he cares about the marriage. Like, he's like, you got to be a diplomat? I've always wanted to be a diplomat. Did you? And so then he... Decides to break the rules. Screw the rules. Which I thought he already decided he was going to break the rules and accept the consequences. So um, we can't dwell on this longer because Simon and Jace are still wandering a rail yard. Yeah, even after that whole thing where Simon threatened him, he's like, stop talking about Alec. They just go immediately back to pestering each other. Uh, um, So Jace know. is going to meet with a black market dealer, which I guess is a scorpion. And the black market <laughs> dealer hates mundane, so Simon can't come inside. And si- then Simon hallucinates Camille. Yeah, Cam- yeah and himself. God, Calissa, Camilla. God. It's just Camille. Camille. Why can't You're I get not her name? Right on any level. Ugh, there's too many names that are similar, and only one of them's in this show, but they're all things that I characters <laughs> I know. Stupid <Ugh. laughs> vampire names. Anyway, yeah, then Jace runs out, kills a monster, and they're they're done. They're I don't care, they're done. No one cares about this storyline. Magnus does some more magic at Luke, and then he tells Clary that she's going to have to go get potion things because he's really going to have to do this magic. Oh, I'm going to have to magic. So I'm running out of magic. I'm going to magic so hard. I wish there was more clarity than I'm running out of magic. And I'm like, I get that probably is what she would say, but I wish there was like stronger than, I'm running out of magic. I mean, Dot said that several episodes I, that's ago. That's why I'm like, come on. So anyway. Clary goes to do 
something. But really, really, I think Magnus knew who just entered his sanctum. And he wanted Clary out of there so he could hold Alec's yeah. hand. So he comes in and he's like, oh, no. Oh, man. Then, then Alec, help me. And Alec, Hold my hand. He holds his hand and uses some of his shadow hunter uh, strength. But really, Magnus wants to hold a cute boy's hand. Mm, yes. At the look Magnus gives here is like, yes, this is exactly what all according to Kakaku. <laughs> Translator's no Kakaku meets plan. That's a joke for me. <laughs> so then Jason and Simon arrive and Clary finishes the potion because I guess she knows how to do that now. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. There's, uh, Luke is safe. He's immediately uh, safe. Immediately safe. 100% safe. 100% everything's fine. Right. Uh, um, back at Yield Institute, Izzy and her mom fight again. Oh my and god! Because Izzy likes to hang out with Celie, sometimes she'll never be able to get a good husband. Yeah, she can't attract. It's an arranged marriage. She doesn't have to. You tell her who's going. You-, you tell the man that they're going to marry her. And the- <laughs> and then- what the hell do you think arranged marriages are, Maurice? And guess hey, it's not her name. I know what's her name. <laughs> Maris. And then, you know what? Izzy is so bound by her family I, that she would not even hang out with Celie's after she gets married. She's like, she's like also she in this scene, she says stuff where it's like, sacrifice. Protect tra- your family. Tra- I think she's like, I'm trying to save Alec's life. I'm like, that's being dramatic. We don't even know who he's supposed to marry. It feels like there's something they're they're not telling us. Like, all of the Lightwood characters. Know something that we don't. Yeah, like, there's actually another sacrifice. Um, Kevin, didn't you know in the Shadowhunter world, when you uh, marry, you have to put the marriage rune on yourself, and you only have a 50-50% chance of uh, surviving, <laughs> getting that rune put on you. Aaron, I don't know if you're telling the truth or not, and I don't want you to tell me. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Just the idea of being like, I want to risk my life with you. 50% for two people? <laughs> yeah, so- someone can end up real sad. It's only like a 25% chance that both of you survive. Oh, beautiful. So, uh, back at Magnus's place, Clary is just moping. She's mm. very sad that she learned that magic Hitler exists. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, Clary thinks Alec, he did it for himself. Alec and Jace are cool. Simon sees Jace touch Clary's face. And so then he tells Clary that Luke needs her, and then he leaves. I've got something to do, which is clearly go to the Hotel de Moore because... Jace... Because <laughs> Jace touched Clary's face. Jace does keep bug- bugging him that he knows that he likes Clary. And this sounds like, I don't like Clary. Like, Simon. Simon, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Get over it. And I, to be fair, he's, he's not, I don't think this is supposed to be like he's hiding his own feelings. He's hiding it from Jace. He doesn't want to admit to Jace that he. I mean, Jace is annoying when he's right. Yes, absolutely. Um, And then Jace stops him like. Here's the thing. There's one, two things here. I, I don't know if he was going to talk to him about, hey, you becoming a vampire. Uh, or if he was going to be like, hey, you weren't so terrible after all. Like, Maybe both, but Simon's not here for it. No, Simon just, I mean, he gives him 20 bucks because Alec did arrive. <laughs> and they and did bet on that. Yeah. So, um, back at the Institute, Izzy has stopped fighting with her mom to test Max on runes, and Max is obnoxious. Yeah, he's doing, like, flashcards. This is a fun <laughs> way of learning how they do runes. I, I like this, but, yeah, no, he's... Oh, he confuses the heat rune for the nourishment... Or the nourishment rune for the... No, heat rune for the nourishment rune again. Oh, what a little psychopath. 
Uh, and then in comes Mother Lightfoot, who would like to apologize for Iz- to Izzy because she sees so much of herself in her daughter. She also liked to break rules, and that led to destruction. And I'm going to do a spoiler. Yeah. So if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead one minute. Yeah, sure. One minute. Marisy, you joined the circle. <laughs> yeah. Your daughter... Flirting with some Seelies is not the same thing. You hung out with Magic Hitler. It's not the same. So as she clarifies, Izzy, you're not, uh, you think you're ready for the res- uh, responsibility, but you're not. Like, why do you, why is she not, what? And then her mom's, and then Izzy's like, wait, you have ever broken a rule? Which then complete. we had this whole conversation with Alec about how she broke rules with Alec and wanted him to do a punch. <laughs> I I don't get this family. <laughs> it's like they never talk to each other, which I think maybe is part of the point that they're not that close. Except that Izzy and Alec are extremely, extremely close. Extremely close, so. And so Maris is like, yes, I did break rules once. I was driven by my passion, and that's when I learned that passion makes you dangerous. <laughs> and Izzy does not care for that. No, but she will t- apparently do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so... Uh, Luke is hanging out in Magnus's bed, and I've learned the one thing I hate about Magnus. He's one of those middle-of-the-room bed people. <laughs> I don't trust those people. You know what? I bet Magnus's bed is often in many different positions that's, because of magic. That's true. He is, he is magical. I'm also 85% sure this is the same room set. Sorry, not set room. Set that they did the... Uh, uh, the magic. The magic. Can't... Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, and then they just put a bed in it now, and put like a, a one of those folding sheets outside, so it looks like it's a different exterior. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think good. Not just me. <laughs> uh, so she's starts off With... being mad at Luke for he... not telling her, which Clary, that was your mother's job. Well, it's like you stood up to her before. It's like yeah, but she's it's still he, like he he was he was aware it's her kid. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, I didn't tell you because Jocelyn didn't ask me to. You need to trust me, dude. Oh, God. No, Luke's, Luke is going to really ply into a lot of uh, Clary's nonsense, this thing. She also goes, he also goes, um, I didn't tell you because I thought you'd you'd hate us. And Clary's like, that's not possible. I'm like, Clary, you, you were so ready to hate all of them so many times. How could my mom and Luke do this? You didn't trust him because... <laughs> Yeah, but Luke does not say this because Clary is an impulsive, unreasonable 18-year-old. Luke says this because he believes something that no 36 to 8-year-old man would ever believe. No full-grown adult with all capacity of his mind should not be holding on to this delusion since they were 19. And look, I'm younger than Luke, but I'm not a lot younger than Luke. I know he's 100% wrong. So he believes the reason that Valentine became Magic Hitler is because of him and Jocelyn fell in love. <laughs> so then we see a flashback where him and Jocelyn are talking to each other and Jocelyn says, I just wish the clave would listen to Valentine. And p- flashback Luke does kind of say, mm, Valentine's beliefs are not 100% correct. And, like, so Luke clarifies many times, like, we never did anything. We never did anything. He thought we were having an affair. We loved each other. We never did anything. Uh, but then it cuts over when they're talking to just young Valentine 
creeping around a bush, just scowling. They're still in the same garden, the same weird garden, just scowling at he them. He sees them talk. And so as a result of this... My girlfriend potentially maybe cheated on me. This is his wife. Sorry, right, his wife. My wife potentially maybe cheated on me. So the only thing to do is, is genocide to... the down world. But first, I will infect myself. I will inject myself with downworlder blood. Yeah. What? And then I think he just hangs around for like a long time. For like afterwards. two years. Yeah, Luke. Like Luke. <laughs> fine. Because oh yeah, because this goes right from. Um, he's like, oh, he injected him with blood. He's never the same. And that cuts right back to uh, the scene where she found him covered in blood. But now he has her sketchbook, which has a sketch. <laughs> Why did she draw this? He's a sketch of the three of them. And yeah, Valentine's standing up like... like Looking like a psychopath. <laughs> and it's just Luke and Jocelyn, heads against his chest, looking into each other's eyes so lovingly. <laughs> and um, this will be... The only time on this TV show that we find out that Jocelyn is an artist. Oh, yeah, because as Clary asks, why Why did I never know she's an artist? And Luke, who I think is just flailing at this point, says, oh, she locked away that part of herself to protect you. Why? Why, <laughs> why the artist? I understand that the Shadowhunter part, she could still be... An artist. And I will tell you, in fact, that in L book series, yeah. she is an artist. So why they had to add in this line? They could have not. They could have just had her appreciate her daughter's art because she's an artist too. That is fine. <laughs> That's a fine thing. I can <laughs> I couldn't be an artist. What if Valentine found me again through my art? Like, yeah, Even yeah, you can't though be famous. everyone thinks he's dead. Yeah, you can't be famous, sure. I don't think she actually thought he, he was dead. I bet no, she... well, she threw that knife into his back. She knew. <laughs> yeah. So Luke tries to explain again that at the beginning, Valentine was like honorable and charismatic and a good leader. But then he says... Oh, and that he was trying to keep them from dying pointless deaths. Like, yeah. Valentine was trying to make the world safer for Shadowhunters. Yeah. Which all makes sense. But then instead of, like, revealing the deeper underbelly and, like, the compulsions and the blaming and the things that true soci sociopaths do, Luke pins all of his madness on injecting himself with downworlder blood, which he did because Jocelyn and Luke fell in love. Yeah, so... So the thing I'm confused, confused about is, like, okay, wait, so did he not have all these weird compulsions of, hey, maybe we kill all downworlds before he ejected himself with downworld or blood? And if that is so, that, that that's a less compelling storyline. It, it weakens his entire thing because, like, okay, so he's gone from someone who has this honest belief to, no, he literally he injected himself with, like, a serum that drove him mad. Cool. Cool, anyway, so then Valentine is real mad that his best friend and his wife are in love. So he tricks Luke into going after some werewolves. And then he just locks the door to a warehouse. Full of werewolves. And then Luke becomes a werewolf. I, he, what, what confused me about this is that I don't get the timing. On this. I, I, here's, okay. I think when they found, when Luke found him injecting himself with downworld blood, he's like, whoa, that's weird. Anyway, you're doing good. Like, we've seen these Shadowhunters. They don't follow up on things. No. We saw Jason, like, you're, Alec seeing Simon all of a sudden get the sight. And Jace seeing uh, Simon, like, do vampire Magic. speed. 
<laughs> you know what? Actually, this makes a lot of sense. I'm fine with it now. <laughs> you know what? I don't agree with it, but it really fits the logic of the world. It so, does. Okay. Shadow hunters don't follow up on hunches. So that's why Luke is a werewolf. But 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 it makes it confusing why when later he like okay, well no because in Luke's telling he doesn't do the weird cup hold up he just goes why are you alive? Yeah, because he's supposed to die. So anyway, um, and then uh, he th- he thought that uh, uh, Valentine killed Jocelyn. He killed thousands. I don't know when the timing on this whole thing makes n- this doesn't actually clarify anything. Clary seems fine, though. I kind of feel like the show is assuming we read the books, but it's also, like, radically adapting the story in the books. Yeah, you said that it's not. So I feel like it's like, viewers will fill in the holes. Yeah. Uh, So So, Luke reaffirms that the idea is that that what they think is telling her all this stuff will help them find the cup because she's the only person that that Jocelyn Jocelyn gave Clary clues. And Luke does not know where the cup is. But and, and I'm confused. About Wait, why would Jocelyn be hiding clues in her real life if she assumed – did she assume – is this all like a backup for like if I'm kidnapped, I have hidden clues throughout her life that, her, that she will connect together to find – Jocelyn has backup plans on backup plans, bro. So he, I, I guess he's really trusting the vision that he had. <laughs> Clary explains to Luke that her mother did not trust her enough, so she knows none of her secrets. Which, Clary, you were... Okay. Okay. And also, why would she tell you that? Like, honestly, why would... Why is that a thing she would do? Okay. Time for a montage. Isabel dresses like her mother. And breaks up with Meliorn. Yep. Yep. Um, Alec... Alec. Like, wait, it's not a montage. It makes you think it's a montage, because you see music <laughs> plays... Izzy's, Izzy breaks the mail yard, dresses like his mother, and then cuts to a scene of Alec and Magnus, like... Alec like, is cleaning, Magnus is making drinks. And you think it's going to cut away again. But then it's a scene! <laughs> this is a full scene! <laughs> so, Magnus was making a drink for Alec, because Magnus asked Alec for a drink, and he's going to have that drink with the cute boy, gosh darn it. Oh, bless, bless Magnus. <laughs> he literally said Jace never told him he needed virgin... <laughs> Shadowhunter energy. And then he's like, eh, it was a lie yeah, anyway. It's fine. It I just wanted to see you. Uh, and it's going really, really well. Yeah. Well, I mean, Until... dummy, dummy Alec takes a long time to figure out what's going on. Alec, I wanted to see you again. Why? You're well, so handsome. Huh? I, I, for a long time, I've closed myself off from liking any man or woman. Huh? I, 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 I think you're attractive. Why? All right. <laughs> but finally, Alec gets on board, and their date seems mm-hmm. pretty cute until Alec gets a phone call from his mother. Yeah. Well, I, though, to be fair, he does say, like, all right, have a, one more drink, and then you decide what you're going to do. And Alec does say to Magnus, he's like, I, this is very new to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which so. is fair. You know what? There's a reason we love Alec, Alec and Magnus. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, we got to back into that terrible bedroom and Clary's it's, like it's just Clary's like I don't know and Luke shouting at her and then Clary being like Luke I feel like you didn't tell me the entire story because I don't know yet I bet if you told me the entire story now clear now just to be clear he didn't tell her her story he told her their story so I don't know how that's supposed to help things but whatever um, um and to be fair he also didn't tell the entire story because then Clary pulls the box out of her bag and I got a question for you, Kevin. Yeah. Remember how Alec had a really bad day 
and they went to go get the box and Clary never was supposed to know about the box because it was hidden. Yeah. But her mom would always take it out after she fell asleep and cry. Yeah. Um, why in this scene does Clary say, my mom told me it was my father's. Yeah. Is she lying to Luke? I don't know. Well, she, like, I assume, I think she might be shorthanding because she says as JC on it, on it, which was the name, the, the initials of the fake name that her mom gave for her fake dad. Which is shockingly close to what we learned this box is actually for, which is for Jonathan Christopher. Which is her brother. Aaron, I got to ask a quick question. Jonathan Christopher what? Morgenstern. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. Because why would you just, but why would you just put the first and middle initial on a box? Potentially. <laughs> um, what's her face? Jocelyn kept her last name. Well, no, she because she always knows Jocelyn Fairchild. So potentially they had not decided on uh, what name they were using for this child because Luke will subsequently reveal this child was killed in a fire that Valentine set. And I'm wondering when? After she, well, I do know the answer to this. It's after she threw the knife into Valentine's back and then Val- Valentine ran into the daytime, collected his son, went to the Fairchild Manor and started a fire in which he died, the child died, and there were also two other corpses which were assumed to be the parents of Jocelyn. However, the child corpse and the man corpse, were they Valentine and Jonathan Christopher? Who knows? What? <laughs> he staged his own death, Kevin. No, I get that. Na- like you saying that, but that's not from the show. I think it is. It's not what they say right here. They just say, oh, he did that. Look, Luke didn't know a lot. He was roaming around thinking Jocelyn was dead. <laughs> his heart was full of sorrow. For how long? I'm also wondering. Five years. Okay. Don't say these things like they say it in the show. They might. Don't bring in outside information. I don't know where I know things from. Don't bring in outside information. All right. So now that now that Clary knows... That she has a f- brother who died in a fire. She pushes the box into the drawing. Just like she did the biscotti at the beginning. Because she has unusual angelic powers. Why? How did this happen? How, did, how could Jocelyn know that if... Clary Luke told the story. Clary would, would instinctively push. Would 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 unlock her, which she had unlocked before. She used it on the biscotti. Also, how I'm sorry if Luke and Jocelyn are in love. Luke does not know that Jocelyn has the power to push objects into drawings. <laughs> yeah, they weren't that in love, were they? Yeah, it it's. And I, Valentine doesn't know this. Yeah, it seems, and like did. What? <laughs> like, if Jocelyn legitimately loved these two men at some point, would she not share her unique angelic power? Okay, here's my thought. Here's what I'm going to go. Here's how I'm going to try to fix this. All right. Jocelyn only got these powers after everything happened. She ran off with the, with the mortal cup. She realized... The mortal cup gave her that power. No, 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 no. It was always inside her. It was unlocked by by experiencing those exact sequence of events. Which is why Clary... Needs to hear about those exact sequence of events so that she would unlock the same power, which she had unlocked before. Man, the angel Raziel, he's a a real (laughs) rascal. All right, I'm going to give you an an unjug power, but it can only be, be unlocked by first 
falling in love with a charismatic leader. Second, falling in love with the charismatic leader's pair of a tie. <laughs> then the charismatic leader has to inject himself with fairy blood or silly blood. Or actually, it's just downworld. Downworld. Blood. It could be Down, anything. Downworlder blood. Then you, you have to fight with him over, over a relic of great power. Then you have to throw a knife into his back, and then he has to kill your son in a fire, and then you get up the power to turn things into drawings. Wow, someone actually did it. <laughs> huh. Huh. I didn't mean for anyone to ever have that power. Weird. <laughs> so that she, that when Clary heard about those things, and Clary is so empathetic, it was like she was experiencing them. Man, I'm so done with Clary. I can't explain why she did it to Scotty, though. Maybe it happened also in, like, a Days of Our Lives, that exact sequence of events <laughs> happened. And once again, empathetic. Whoa. <laughs> Hey, Kevin. Hey, Aaron. Want to know a fun fact about the Accords? Oh, cool. I have no idea what this is. So the Accords were first signed in 1872. Ooh, that's way more recent than I thought it would be. Well, you know, they used to kill a lot of downworlders, and they were like, mm, maybe not. Fair enough. So there was first a historic downworld treaty in 1815. Okay. Um, which was between the council. But then eventually they were like, you know what? We need, like... More detail about this. <laughs> we can't just have a treaty. We need to have, like, conditions of our treaty. Treaty says, don't be mean. So, maybe more details. Yeah. So, they signed the Accords. At that time, Granville Fairchild. Okay. And obviously an ancestor of Clary. Because nobody's <laughs> the exchange. There's only so many Shadowhunter families. Yeah. I mean, he acted as the peacekeeper between the delegations, making it easier for all parties involved to accept each other's wishes. All right, cool. And so um, based on this, the Accords, so they ratified the Accords in 1872, but then they have to re-sign the Accords every 15 years. Uh, okay, so they do and, have to re-up it. Yes, and they do like slightly modify them. You know, they have a discussion prior to the signing of the Accords. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, uh, do, like... It, to on, be fair, this is good. Yeah, honestly, doing things where you re-ratify them and change things up as, as time goes on is almost like a good thing to do with a document. <laughs> almost like things change as the days go by. So, in the book series, the events of Valentine's Uprising take place in 1991, mm -hmm. and the events of the Shadowhunter books take place in 2007. All right. So, they're getting pretty... Like 16 years. Yeah, so they're getting pretty... Took they've passed an accord. So, Valentine's really acting at the wrong time. He should have tried to come back to power, like, a year earlier. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But you know what? He no longer cares about the accords. He... Does not need the Accords to get his power. All he needs is Jocelyn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care about those. He doesn't need to do it at the time the Accords being ratified. As long as he goes in there and then destroys the Accords. It's like, now no one has to follow them. Like, he doesn't follow them anyways. And he's already learned the Accords are not magic. <laughs> that had to have been just, like, a mistake, right? Like, in the writing, they didn't mean for him to be, like, the magic of these Accords. <laughs> Maybe he meant, like, the magic of these accords, but the actor just delivered the line wrong. I hope the next, I hope the ne the next line was her being like, you know, they're not magical, right? Him being like, huh? Okay, I got an idea. <laughs> oh, if they're not magical, let's do some stabbing. Because if they were magical, when them being like, oh, they have no idea that he broke the accords. Like, but if they're magical, they should, because why would that be part of the magic of the accords? Oh, my God. Hey, 
Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic raised up a magical cup to try to really build its world of logic, only to find out that the rest of the Shadow Hunter said, no, no, you can't use that magical cup? <laughs> yeah. I did. And we did talk about it, but man, it's Jace parking that car. <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah, why was Jace... Oh, there is no logical well, reason whatsoever why Jace would have been the person left in that car to and, park the car. And even plot-wise, there was no reason for Simon and Clary needing to be left alone. Because like, was the, it for a goof? Well, a goof that Jace doesn't know how to drive? Yeah, because even when they're alone, all Simon says is the exact same thing he always says. He's like, I also care about Luke. I hope you're okay, Clary. I don't... Which he could have said in front of Jace. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't need... We don't need that. That was weird. It was so weird. <laughs> Simon was already driving. Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Mine also has to do with weird things Jace does. Uh, <laughs> in the, the scene before Jace goes into the, um, uh, the you know, the down the black market, the black market uh, Simon's like, well, I'm going to come in too. And Jace's like, no, you're not coming in. And then he slams his Seraph blade into the ground. <laughs> and he's like, you're not going in. And then he just leaves it there. And I'm like, don't don't you think you might need that? Your... And he does need it. He comes running out and grabs it to kill the thing that's attacking him. Maybe he was trying to be like chill in the black market. <laughs> I it just it, then he didn't need to do it by like like he almost did like I do not pass this line <laughs> thing. I don't know. It was unnecessary. It was so I I think I wonder if they did it. So that he could kill the demon outside, and they wouldn't have to show like the inside. He, he's the in market. there. He's in there also for a grand total of one second. Oh yeah, but he gets all of the things. <laughs> so I don't think he was ever planning on buying them. I think like you stay here. He walks inside, just scoops things into his pocket, <laughs> and runs out. I mean, do shadow hunters have money? I'm sure there's some sort of like downworld fiat currency. There must be souls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think demons collect souls in this world. Seems like no. Bones. Demons do collect memories, though. With you dealing, there's a memory demon. Yeah. No, that, no, this thing was like a little, like, scorpion. I don't think that was the owner, by the way. I think no, that I was... think that was like a random demon that he was like, oh, I think Shadow was, Hunter. I think that was a guard dog, actually. <laughs> he did something that got him attacked. Yeah. But he, Shocking. But he... Jace did not behave well in a social situation. <laughs> I still think he just went and stole everything. Anyway, that was this episode. A lot of wheel spinning. In, I mean, we are in a different place, but I feel like we did not need to take 45 minutes to do it. And oh I God. don't like the way we did it. I have a lot of problems <laughs> with the presentation of the Valentine storyline. Oh, it, it, They've really simplified his uprising in a way I do not care for. Yeah. I don't like them constantly being like, oh, he's insane. I'm like, no. He's not. That's why he's dangerous. Well, and, his, and then his thoughts are things that a lot, I'm sure a lot of shadow hunters do think. I'm sure a ton of shadow hunters are like, why are we defending werewolves? Why are we dying to defend werewolves or vampires or whatever? They would. Yeah. So, so, so they're so, monsters. So the fact that, like, like, like. I understand the idea is that, they, that here's the weird thing. They should think he's insane because that's supposed to be the idea of the um, Shadowhunters. They're like, no, how could anyone think the things he's doing? But this demon blood, I think the well, demon blood thing is what F's it up. Like, he should just... Oh, yeah. Him injecting himself is absolute nonsense. But, like, Clary should have been should have been the one who's, like... like Meng should have been like, he's insane. And Clary should have been like... 
But didn't people it, it, think did, like pe- that? People followed him. I've, like, like, I've met shadow hunters who seem to think. Yeah, like the talk between Clary and Magnus should have been the one where should have been more nuanced. Because because Magnus kind of alludes into it, mostly just like. He says the clave was unable to see him. But I'm like, no, no, the clave might have agreed with him in certain ways. And things. then he went too far. Yeah. That's how sociopathic <laughs> dictators work. Yeah, yeah. So they, they kind of, unfortunately, squashed some of the cool tension from that. Uh, but, eh, hey, Claria ended by saying she knows where the Mortal Cup is. So I guess we know where the Mortal Cup is. So tell us where you think the Mortal Cup is. Please hit us up on the social media. It's Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And uh, give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions on Apple Podcast or your podcaster of choice. We are now on a new field, a Shadow Hunter field. We're about so, halfway through the, se- for the season as well. Yeah. So tell your Shadow Hunter friends. Like, it sort of feels like a mid-season finale type thing. You have. It was a big development. Yeah. 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 At the end. <laughs> Not anywhere else in it. This would have been a lame mid-season finale. Uh, are you going to check out... I think you're done, right? Yes. You got all that? I still have my things. You can check out my books. Uh, they're available at kevinweirbooks.com. And I'm over at flimsyplan.com. And we'll see you next week for more Shadow Hunters. Where is the Mortal Cup? What is Izzy's sacrifice? Will Jace ever pass his driving test? Answers all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 